I'm Carlo, Carlo Pietro Sanfilippo, and this is my podcast. With this project, I want to explore the means, methods, tools, and examples of living on purpose, living the life we want, doing the things that light us up, things that make us feel like we're alive, growing, making a difference, and enjoying the process along the way. Welcome to It's the Journey. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to It's the Journey. Thank you so much, as always, for joining me, and welcome if you are a brand new listener. I've been having lots of fun with this. I, I took a break, as a lot of you know, at the beginning of this year, and I'm having fun with it again, which is great. <laughs> it's it's uh, Again, I told, I told promised myself I wouldn't do this if it wasn't fun anymore. And for a while, it was a little bit stressful because of everything. And now I'm getting back into it and having fun. I've even started doing some guest interviews again. As you know, from last week, I had Dion Marie Pissarra founder of Italy in a Jar Candles. And that was a fun episode. If you If you didn't get that. You skipped it. Didn't see it. It is really great. She's she's just a great example of someone. Uh, Twenty nine year old uh, who had a dream of starting a business and held on to that dream until she figured out exactly how to manifest it, and is working through the the process of you know la- she launched her business and has ideas for all kinds of new products and is out there. Uh, and this is you know her, she has a full time job, so she's out there in her free time and her evenings and weekends. Uh, networking and marketing, and it seems like she's having just a blast doing something that connects deeply with her as a person and her personal passions. So if it's something you've ever dreamed of doing, having a business, launching a business, launching into some new thing, that's there's a lot of great lessons in there, especially the stuff she talks about journaling as a way of looking forward, looking back, and then acknowledging her successes in the present moment. So there's some, just some great lessons in that episode. That's the, that's my very last episode, number 63. And I've got some more fun guests lined up, and I'm trying to record a bunch of episodes for, uh, I'm going to be gone for a couple of months this fall, doing a big hike. I'll, I'll talk more about that later, but trying to get some things recorded so that the that those the, there's something comes out regularly while I'm gone and then hopefully I've got some time to produce some things while I'm traveling. So more on that later. But for today, I want to jump in to a topic I've been thinking a lot about lately and that is how we think differently about Mondays versus Fridays. And I think there's an importance in that, that how we think about our day, we can't wait till it's quitting time, or we can't wait till we get to go home, or and, and then Friday means we don't have, you know, whatever your Friday is, depending on your work week, whatever that day of the week is where you get to, and then you get some time off, and you don't have to go do that other thing, and then we end up spending most of our day waiting for the end of the day, and most of our week for waiting for the end of the week, and then if you're not careful, you end up spending most of your life waiting for the the time in your life where you get to retire. So you spend the bulk of your life waiting for and wishing away the rest of it to where you get to the point where you can then finally do something. And I've talked about this before. A lot of times people get to that point and because they haven't taken the time to know themselves, they haven't taken the time to understand themselves, even when they get to 65, if they're lucky enough to have the health to be able to do anything and have the money to do anything, sometimes they still don't know what that is. So I want to get back 
I'm not, it's not talking about retirement today. I'm talking about you know, living now and how for me, you know, growing up with this idea that you had to, you had to somehow figure out how to become free, how to, how to work and, and have enough money or whatever it was so that you didn't have to do whatever it is you were doing. So, you know, the problem solver in me at, at 18 years old dove into finance in, in college because I wanted to, I wanted to understand the rules. If that was the end game, I wanted to understand the rules about money so that I could figure this puzzle out. So I studied finance at, at, uh, at college and dove into an internship and then dove into a career around financial planning. And I was super fortunate in a bunch of ways. And, and, and one of them was that the company I worked for specialized in working with owners of closely held businesses. And that that was really what I wanted to do when I was 17 is I wanted to have some kind of a business as a piece of this puzzle I was trying to figure out. But I quickly realized I didn't have any money and I didn't want to borrow a bunch of money to dive into a business I knew nothing about, even if I could get the loan. So I figured I'm like, I can start a business with this industry without having any capital, just my sweat equity of like, learning how to become good at something. And so that's how I fell into that career. I'm like, I want to problem solve. I want to understand money. I want to start, I'm going to own a business. And this allowed me to do all that stuff without having to go figure out a, a business plan and a loan and all that kind of stuff. So then I was lucky that the company that just happened to hire me, you know, the, 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 that I got an internship with, their target market focus was owners of closely held businesses. And one thing I was shocked to learn from these folks was how many of them, well, let me back up a little bit. You know, we were trained to help them in, you know, main areas like, so retirement planning and education planning for their kids and uh, estate planning and business succession planning and and few other areas. So I had a, I had a f- process we had to follow to, to help, you know, gather the information we needed and figure out the person's objectives so that we could write up a plan for them. And I was shocked how many times I got to the retirement thing and whether the person was 50 or 60 or 70, and they say, well, I don't ever plan on retiring. <laughs> and that, that, was, that wasn't a way the script was supposed to work. <laughs> They're supposed to have an answer. So I'm like, well, what do you mean you're going to retire? That's what you're supposed to want. I didn't say that, but that's, that was what was in my head. And often, not every one of these owners, but some of them said, you know what? I've spent my whole life doing this. I love what I do. I'm passionate about it. I love my customers. I love my, you know, my employees are like my family and I I've created some success for myself and that is is allowed me to help my 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 team. They looked at them as their team, have a good life for them and their families. I know their families. They you know, I know my clients, I know their families and it's a part of their identity. They got uh they, they enjoyed having they enjoyed having this thing that they were really good at that they saw was providing a benefit a benefit to people and allowed them to live whatever lifestyle they wanted and they didn't really feel like they were working anymore and as i thought about it of course we know there's people like that like let's say artists you know imagine a you know leonardo da vinci and michelangelo they they worked until their 80s and you you, you know they weren't sitting there at 55 going well, if i just if i just paint 10 more paintings and sell them to the pope then i can quit this <laughs> this racket and go do what I really want to do. You know, so it, it was ob- it's obvious when you look at a an artist or an actor or a writer or someone in uh field where they're doing this thing and they've got this gift where this is it that's somewhat kind of uh you know uh 
exciting from the outside, you know, this, this thing, but you didn't think about that. There, there were being people like that. At least I didn't think about people being like that, that ran restaurants or machine shops or concrete companies, but there are there. I mean, there are people that find their niche. They find what they're good at. they really like it. They like, you know, problem solving. They like helping, you know, they like this community that they've built. And so the, there is a group of people who, you know, 20 something, 30 something year old Carlo was like, wow, okay. There are people who find something that they are so good at and they like so much and it gives them a sense of purpose and identity that they don't really feel like there's anything to retire from. So that is great because then that person, of course, they like their free time, but they maybe they're not always looking for the day to be over, the week to be over, and their career to be over. So that's one thing. And as I really wrap my mind around that, and I was looking at what I was doing, I realized, you know, I liked what I did. I felt like I was really good at it. But it, in my heart of hearts, I knew it wasn't my forever thing. I, I knew it, it wasn't giving me that same sense of satisfaction as other people got from their careers. And there are people in my industry that love it and they'll work until they're 70, they'll work as long as they can, as long as their health allows. But I realized that wasn't me. And I realized I was kind of bored with the way I was pursuing it. And so back in 2015, when I was really making all these connections and, and the stuff I wrote about in Afterlife, and I was doing this, doing therapy and doing coaching and finally learning to say yes to myself and listen to my ideas, and I rebuilt my house and rebuilt my life, but my business was still the same. That was when I took a step back and I realized, okay, you know, I'm a dad and I'm in this peak expense years with, with two kids and you know, in high school and college and you know, trying to figure out how to pay for all that stuff and figure out how to, to bring, you know, earn enough money to do, to do what I wanted to do in life. And I realized, well, now is not the time to, to switch gears and go do something completely different. This is something I've put a lot of time and energy and life into. I'm very good at it. And I would like to get more meaning from it. And so that was when I took a step back and I restructured and rebranded my business so that I felt like I was providing a service that was more meaningful to my clients and gave me a greater sense of satisfaction. Not knowing if, well, if I do this, will this make it so I love it so much that I don't want to quit doing it. And while it worked, it, it, it gave me more meaning. I enjoyed fixing it. I, I attracted... Uh, my my business grew at a much faster rate than I had before. I had I built a team that was that liked working with me and liked doing what we were doing because it was fun and exciting. My clients became very passionate and were, were were referring me to their friends and family and kids and grandkids. So it was working in that sense that that my energy that I put into it was reflected back on me and the energy that came from my team and my my clients. But then. I realized that still wasn't ultimately my why, but because I had a greater sense of who I was and what I wanted, I found an energy to put into that business that then made it grow to the point where I was eventually able to walk away from it to do what I'm doing now. And if I hadn't found that, I would have, I could have kept plugging along and just pushing myself week after week through the through the, the the grind of it and 
maybe eventually been close to the same spot, but it would have taken me another maybe 10 or 15 years. So my, my point was there's, there's two paths I kind of discovered. When, one was to find something you love so much that then you build your life in a way that there's nothing to retire from. And another is to know your purpose so clearly that you are able to restructure your personal and professional life to maximize your outcome and get some meaning from it as you go along, knowing that each day you're moving forward is bringing you closer to your goals. And just opening up that mindset will opening up will open up other opportunities and you will you will it caused me to change my spending. It caused me to, you know, I restructured my my expenses and my business and my lifestyle, which then gave me cash flow to put into other projects that ultimately led me to where I am now. You know, it gave me the space and time to write a book. It gave me the space and time to start a podcast and and um, do the traveling that I wanted to do and learn Italian and all those kind of things. So that's what I I, I just want to try to pass that on as you're thinking. If 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 Monday brings you great dread. And happy Friday brings you great joy because you just don't have to do that anymore. Then by golly, use your evenings, your free times, your weekends to to start planning and thinking about what is it you really want to do? How could you build a life to either, either there's nothing to retire from or build your life so that you know you're moving towards whatever freedom you want whatever life you want to have. And that may impact the kind of cars you drive. It may impact the kind of house you live in, how many times you go out to eat. It may it may motivate you to go learn some new skill to upgrade your income uh, capacity and and then or to pay closer attention to your your finances and your income and your savings and your investments so that you know okay another week's here I got another week to get I'm like one step closer to my goals I'm one step closer to being free I'm one step closer to having that ideal job or that ideal side hustle or business or whatever whatever it might be so I, no one no one taught me that. I just learned that through observing lots and lots of people. That was one of the fun things about my job. And I realized that something I've always done is observing and learning from the people I'm around when, with whatever I'm doing. Uh, my, uh, one of my sons recently started working at a pizza restaurant. And I told him, you know, even though you're working in the kitchen, you know, you're studying business in college. You're getting to see the inside of how a business runs. You're getting to see customer service and inventory and and managing, you know, managing the resources of the food that you're making so there's not so much wastage. And, you know, you're you're being trained by people that are teaching you mission statements and value statements and communication skills. So I was like, you know, those things that you're learning are far more valuable than learning how to put the toppings on a pizza that you, you'll, you'll take those things with you. And that's my time working at a tree nursery and then later a machine shop. And then as an intern, all those things gave me the tools and skill sets that I ultimately used to start my career in financial planning. And then in my career of financial planning, working with probably hundreds of families over the years, and especially mostly owners of closely held businesses, I learned so much from each one of them of things I wanted to do and things I wanted to avoid and lessons I could apply to my my health 
lessons I could apply to my family and my relationships with my kids and my business and the kind of things and I wanted to do. So wherever you are, even if you hate your job, just you, you're, you can learn something from that as you're, as you're figuring out what else you want to do. If you, you know, know it's not your, your ultimate passion, just keep asking yourself what is, what might be, and how can you work towards that? And boy, that will give you so much more energy to, to bring to whatever it is you do, which will then make you more successful at that or bring you to the attention of someone that might pull you towards whatever it is you ultimately want to do, have, or be. So that's what I got today. I, I, I think that is, I think this is so, so important and I've been trying my best to, to teach it to my kids. And it's some lessons I want to pass on to anyone that is overly bummed out on Sunday night, knowing that tomorrow they're, they're going to get rudely woke up by an alarm clock and have to drag out to go somewhere they don't want to go. So life's too short for that. Figure out how to endure it while you're doing it. Figure out ultimately what you want and and then figure out your path toward that. And that will give you so much more energy and excitement and passion for your life. So that's what I got. I hope this was helpful. If you're brand new, there's a ton of other episodes now for you to go back and listen to that will give you ideas for things like this. I've, I've interviewed tons and tons of people that have started businesses uh, in, in all kinds of fields, you know, one, a farmer who, who went to school and, and studied, um, actuarial studies and physics. I, I, uh, people that went to college, people that didn't go to college and people that are just out there doing their thing. So there's tons of ideas in, 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 for, uh, motivation there. And if you haven't read my book, go check out afterlife waking up from my American dream. And I walk you through the things that I had to learn in order to really give myself permission to do what I wanted to do. You know, I was kind of programmed for so many years that I couldn't, and it was selfish and I was, I wasn't really allowed to like my ideas. I wasn't allowed to, to be the person I wanted to be. And, uh, the lessons I learned after, you know, going through some tragedies and followed that up with some therapy and some coaching realized that, I could do, have, and be what I want to be. And that's what I'm trying to share with you here. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you'll check it out and that you will find and pursue whatever it is you want to do, have, or be in your life. So thank you so much. Until next time, I hope you enjoy your journey. Okay, bye. <laughs>